Hey, this is Amy. And this is Lindsay. And this is Girl Talk Live. We are so pumped that you're here with us as we unpack how being a girl and being a mom is the best when you're walking and talking with Jesus every day and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So grab your Bible and let's get started. Happy Girl Talk Day. Happy Girl Talk Day. These are the days. <laughs> I might start singing it any moment. Peace. Love that song. <laughs> I am not going to do that on that. Oh, okay. That thing going though. Yeah, you're right. Because you know I'd definitely keep it forever. <laughs> oh, nobody needs to hear that. Well, we've been talking a lot about a lot of things. and A lot of things. Abundance of An things. An abundance of things. Yes. So we are looking towards March. Which is crazy because I feel like we just kicked off February <laughs> in our identity study and it's going great. We just yes. finished, we are in the middle of, no, we just finished the um, Made in His Image. So super thankful to be made in His Image. And, Perfect image. Um, and so looking to March for our city groups, we're going to be talking about life. And sorry, I got distracted with the plan. Um, <laughs> With life comes a lot of stuff, for sure, because life is like, it's life, you know? Ever growing, ever changing, yes. full of needs. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, like these plants. Yes, and water mm -hmm. with lemon. Ugh, lemon. Yes. <laughs> Sour? Sweet. Sweet. What could, what is sour can be turned into sweet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good example. 520 in the Passion Translation says this, because the father loves his son so much, he always reveals to him everything that he's about to do. And you will be all be amazed when he shows him even greater works than, than what you've seen so far. And then the 21 verse, mm -hmm. which is where we landed when we were talking about all that's coming up. Yes. The 21 verse, because, you know, there's 20 and then there's 21. <laughs> and in verse 21, it says, For just as the Father has power to raise the dead, the Son will also raise the dead and give life to whomever He wants. Whomever He is pleased yes. to give it to. Yes. Yeah. That's even better. That's much better. I don't know why they left that word out of it because that's one thing that I heard recently that in all that we've been talking about is just how, like, God is our Father, and Matthew 7 is when it talks about how, like, as much as, like, an earthly, messed up, sinful dad, parent, like, still as much as children. we love to give gifts and love to love others, like, God's going to give it to us even more because He mm -hmm. loves even more to give us good gifts. Mm -hmm. And that's why it goes all into everything of why He loves to give us it. Yes, because he loves us and he is perfect love. And Proverbs 19 tells us that we need unfailing love because we are his sheep and he is our shepherd. And sheep need protection from fear, hunger, pest, all those things. Yes, the, we, they need their noses plucked. Plucked? <laughs> Plugged. No. no. I said plucked. 
It neither knows it's protected with oil. Protected with oil. Oh, I thought you said like plucked. <laughs> like you probably pluck that too. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I mean, what? do sheep have nose hairs too? Oh, so, so just like in Psalm 23, <laughs> he says that the shepherd anoints his head with oil. Well, sheep have to have their noses protected with an ointment that keeps the pest out because horse flies, this is so sad, so gross, but so sad. Horse flies get up into their nasal cavity and lay eggs and the eggs hatch and all the little baby horse flies start flying around. And so the horse, I mean, the, the sheep, poor thing, is like just trying to scratch his nose and he can't lift up his hoof and scratch his nose. So there he is. <laughs> See, it's terrible. It's so terrible. That sheep is just banging his head and head, banging his head and hurting, trying to get some relief. Oh, it's okay. terrible. So, I mean, can you imagine the worst time in your life when you've just had the worst thing bothering you and you can't get relief and you just, I mean, I know that so many people feel like they just want to bang their head against the wall and make stuff go away. But God says, like, you don't have to do that because I anoint your head with oil to keep the bad things away from you, which, you know, our enemy loves to like pour out lies and stuff on us. So he loves us so much. He's doing this stuff for us if we come up and just show up every day. And so uh, Proverbs 19.22 tells us what a man desires most is unfailing love. To say otherwise proves that he's a liar. So we are searching for that unfailing love. Jesus is that form of God's unfailing love in perfect human form. And Holy Spirit is giving us that power of Jesus and the, the satisfaction and the comfort of that unfailing love. So we have all that we need in, in Jesus, in the Word. Jesus' purpose here and here with us today is to satisfy us within, satisfy that within us. And so, in all the empty places, yes. in all the broken places. Because that's what the Beatitudes, he's saying, like, blessed are those. It's the um, upside down kingdom. Like, it's mm -hmm. everything opposite, which is so much of what we talk about in our identity study. Because who we are in Christ is completely opposite of who the enemy tells us that we need to be. <laughs> and that what the enemy lies to us about. But it's so much bigger and so much better. And that's what we prayed about this morning in our Zoom. Like, mm -hmm. because it was... It's that fade away song that's just like, we we don't want anything if you're not in it. Like, we just want Jesus, and he's the one. It's the Thanksgiving meal and, like, all the other meals because I love my analogies of Thanksgiving because you know how you're always so full on Thanksgiving, but you can still eat? You can just keep eating. Like, you're so full, it, and it's so good. Mm -hmm, but you can't stop because... I mean, it's like, it's all the good stuff. So good. It's the turkey and cranberry sauce that nobody ever opens up any other time of the year. Except, <laughs> except for, <us>. for <laughs> Except for me, because I really love it that much. <laughs> like, I need a turkey sandwich. Oh, uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving sandwich sandwiches are the best <laughs> all year long. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's that kind of full, except 5,000 times more, because Jesus mm -hmm. is way better than anything we could actually analyze. <laughs> analogize? Analyze? Yep. So, <laughs> analytize. Yep. I like Analyzed. You know? Phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. So, there's that. And then we go to 
Psalm 36. Ah, Psalm 36 is my favorite. We have the prettiest sign for you right here. We have the prettiest sign for you, but we don't can't you keep love it up it? because it's going to fall. Yes. But so. also don't look at the, um, you know, it's perfect. Let's feast. Guess what it says? Let's feast on the abundance Yummy. of his house. Yes. It's the best. Speaking oh. of Thanksgiving. What? <laughs> Can I read? Psalm 36. Please do. Favorite. I love when you read the Bible. It's my favorite. <laughs> Psalm 36, verse 5. Your love, O Lord. Oh, okay, Jesus, I'm just going to say this to you right now. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the skies. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. And your justice is like the great deep. O Lord, you preserve both man and beast. And how priceless is your unfailing love. Both high and low among men find refuge in the shadow of your wings. And y'all, this is where I change it. I love to feast on the abundance of your house. Thank you that you give me drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life, and in your light I see light. So I just change a couple of words in the verses to make it more personal. Because that's how, you know, if, if God... Um, saw it fit to put his word in a way that we could read it because he wanted us to really know his heart this much then we need to take it personally so I like to make it personal but y'all he when uh, and you know the psalmist was writing this but and he was saying they feast on the abundance of your house because he was referring to the verse before that that said high and low among men find refuge in the shadow of your wings they feast on the abundance of your house but i love to say i love to because i i mean i'm we talk about everybody else but i want to talk about me like when i'm sitting and talking with jesus even right now i think about that because like what does that really mean the abundance of his house like if you go to somebody's house or actually how was i thinking about this the other day like, um, like, here's the situation. Like, we grow up in our own house. Well, wasn't it always fun to go to your neighbor's house or maybe a grandmother's house or aunt's house, friend's house, wherever you felt the most comfortable? And every time you went there, they were like, hey, you want some juice? Do you want some crackers? Or I got some donuts for you or whatever that they wanted to offer you. And so you're like, yes. And every time you went, it was just the most fun thing. And you finally got so comfortable as the days went by and weeks and you went over there more and more and, and y'all were close and, you know, years would go by and they just offered you more and more and more and more stuff, whether it was food or, you know, they had clothes or they, you know, just whatever they gave you anything you wanted they always offered you something or had something ready for you or whatever i mean imagine that perfect place because that is what god is telling us i mean i'm not talking about clothes and cars and stuff like that that's what the world wants us to hunger after um the enemy that's what the enemy wants us to hunger after but what God wants us to hunger for, like in the Beatitudes in Matthew 5, 4, he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And so when we feast, we, when we look at Psalm 36, 
and we feast on the abundance of God's house, that's where all the righteous things are. And you just look at the fruits of the spirits, love, joy, peace, and patience, and kindness, and goodness, and faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control, which is what we all lack at one point or another. But God says, I want you to feast on me. I want you to feast on my house. And we can just by showing up every day, just by showing up and saying, Lord, I recognize that I was so impatient the other day, unkind, whatever, name your sin of choice. I mean, we struggle with all of them every day. But Jesus just wants us to show up and say, Jesus, I want to do what's right. I didn't do it, but thank you that I can bring that to you because I want you to take my yuck. I want you to take my impatience, my anger, my selfishness, whatever, whatever it is, please take it and give me more of your perfect joy and peace and patience and long suffering. You know, all the things, contentment, everything. Um, <laughs> and so that's that's how we can feast on his abundant house because we can see all those perfect things that we long for if we see somebody's personality and we think oh they're just joyful all the time they must be perfect probably not but Jesus was perfect he was joyful all the time he was sad I mean he suffered he was sad there were a lot of emotions but he still had joy because he was close to the Father, and he was—he knew the Father's will. That was what he longed for, was to do the Father's will. So when we talk about feasting on the abundance of his house, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. and, and when we feast in the abundance of his house, our relationships are transformed, everything about us is transformed, mm -hmm. and we can relate to others in the way that Christ relates to them. And I think best of all, most of all, we relate to ourselves in the way that Christ sees us, which is why I love going through identity with the girls because a huge part of you can't see others correctly through Christ if you don't see yourself through Christ. Mm -hmm. Because who you are is going, who you feel like you are, who you think you are is going to affect every single choice that you make. And so Romans 12 um, 9 through 21 <laughs> um, is have you ever read it I know I know we cross-reference everything if we're gonna read it in like uh, like um, the passion translation but have you read it in the passion translation before mm -hmm. it's really cool um, so I'll try and read it with all the passion that you read it with but you can cross-reference it in yours Romans 12, 12, 9 through 21. Okay. That would be a 1, 2, and a 9, and 2, 1. We love all the 9s and 21s. So, just speaking of the abundance of his house, living in his abundance, living in his abundant life, we prayed this morning, like, against John 10, 10, and that, like, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but Christ came to give us abundant life and to have it in the full, like, right now with Holy Spirit and John 14, 15, he, 14 and 15, he talks about how he's leaving his Holy Spirit with us. He's left him, like we have Holy Spirit in us and we get to live like that abundant eternal life, like right now because we have Holy Spirit. And so 
with all of that abundance, we live in the transformed life. And so Romans 12, 9, starting the Passion Translation says, let the inner movement of your heart always be to love one another and never play the role of an actor wearing a mask. <laughs> Despise evil and embrace everything that is good and virtuous. Be devoted to tenderly loving your fellow believers as members of one family. Try to outdo yourselves in respect and honor of one another. Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion towards Him boiling hot. Boiling hot. <laughs> Radiate Ouch. with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let Him fill you with excitement as you serve Him. Excitement. Let this hope burst forth within you, releasing a continual joy. Don't give up in a time of trouble, but commune with God at all times. Take a constant interest in the needs of God's beloved people and respond by helping them. And eagerly welcome people as guests into your home. Speak blessing, not cursing, over those who reject and persecute you. Celebrate with those who celebrate and weep with those who grieve. Live happily together in a spirit of harmony and be as mindful of another's worth as you are your own. Don't live with a lofty mindset, thinking you are too important to serve others, but be willing to do menial tasks and identify with those who are humble-minded. Don't be smug or you think for a minute that you know it all. Never hold a grudge or try to get even, but plan your life around the most noble way to benefit others. Do your best to live as everyone's friend. Beloved, don't be obsessed with taking revenge, but leave that to God's justice. For the scriptures say, vengeance is mine and I will repay, says the Lord. And if your enemy is hungry, buy him lunch. Win him over with kindness. For your surprising generosity will awaken his conscience. Yeah. And God will reward you with favor. Never let evil defeat you, but defeat evil with good. Yes. It's so good. You can't you just can't read all of that without just like bursting forth with joy. <laughs> bursting. And that yeah. is life when you live it in abundance of his house. That's and you right. feast on his abundance. That is life. That you're able to do all of those things. You're able to live out um <laughs> Romans 12 you're able to live out 1 Corinthians 13 like you're able to live that out and put others and everything above what you need because Christ gives you what you need right and you can give you can take what you've been given to serve others because Christ is always filling you mm -hmm. yes so we always have to like what you were saying looking at ourselves in Christ because you know, Jeremiah 17 says the heart is wicked. Like we are wicked, but we have been redeemed by Jesus. And we have given, been given Holy Spirit to empower us to live like Jesus. Because to live is Christ and to die is gain. And it is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. And so every day I have to wake up and remind myself I'm dead to sin and I'm alive in Christ. And and this is just all part of Romans saying, I'm dead to sin and alive in Christ and I will not use my body to obey its evil desires, but I'm buried with him in baptism and raised with him through my faith in the power of God. So that is how we are able to um, move forward knowing who we are, how we're not gonna measure up to the world or anybody else and let alone Jesus and still be okay with that because he loves us despite that and his love and encourages us and and 
what's that word that I'm looking for? His love brings repentance for our sins. And so his kindness and the amazing love that he pours out on us when we acknowledge our sin to him is what transforms us. Mm -hmm. And so that we can do all these things. Yes, definitely. Because yeah. like you were saying, like Romans 12 starts with the transforming power of the gospel and like don't like be transformed, not conformed to the world. Yes. And like you so eloquently reminded us this week <laughs> that it's not just the world that we're fighting. It's not even the world that we're fighting. It's the enemy that we're fighting. And Three we things. can't forget that. That's right. The world, our own flesh, yes. and the devil. So that's why it's so important to stay in the word and constantly walk and talk with Holy Spirit every day. Yes. You know, let Jesus talk to you and and talk the Holy Spirit just throughout the day. Yeah. And um, Romans 12, 1, in the Fashion Translation, I'm just laughing because I never read this much out of this, but all of these are so good because it just, it's so much passion. And if you don't know the Passion Translation, the man, the man, I don't know his name, but he studied the Greek language and went back to the Aramaic and studied the emotions that were put into these words. But it says, live in holiness, experiencing all that delights in his heart for this becomes your genuine expression of worship stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you but be inwardly transformed by the holy spirit through a total reformation of how you think that's so good this will empower you to discern god's will as you live a beautiful life satisfying and perfect in his eyes that's so good yeah mm -hmm. like that's it right there like that's just mm -hmm. like my job because that's right. really all we are saying now and it's all we really say all the time is like mm -hmm. holy spirit empowers you to live the beautiful satisfying and perfect life that like we were created to live and that is grace mm -hmm. that's in um first corinthians 12 9 <laughs> yes good job <laughs> yeah i remember that i got it right um that's where when he says my grace is sufficient for you god's grace is holy spirit in us yeah i mean that is grace upon grace is holy spirit as we constantly talk to him saying please strengthen me against this temptation thank you jesus that you've already done this thank you jesus that you're my joy and i'm having a really hard time right now being patient but thank you holy spirit you're in me and thank you jesus that you're my joy and i i am gonna you know scary smart <laughs> You know, I mean, we all have those moments where we're like, yes. I'm not going to be able to handle this. I can't do this. But you can. You can when you are in constant communion and constant yes. worship, minute by minute, of, you know, just in amazing awe of his power and his beauty and his majesty and his grace and mercy on us that has made us who we are. I mean, he's made us just a tiny bit lower than the angels. Mm -hmm. But yet he's given us dominion over this whole world and everything in it. And, and our words are powerful and our thoughts are powerful. And so that's why there's so much exhortation in here to control your tongue, bridle your tongue. And, you know, just all that kind of stuff that we talk about all the time. So, yes, I was thinking about um, the Song of Solomon verse mm -hmm. that I wrote about. And it just talks about how there's no flaw in you. Like you're beautiful there's no fault in you and you know 
context of Song of Solomon, <laughs> but I like to think of that verse because, what was it like? It was like, respectively, I know the context of that verse, but if you take that and you see it in the way that Jesus, that God sees us, we were made in his image, we were made in our dad's perfect image, and that's mm -hmm. the way he sees us because Christ died for us to see that, and if we take it in that perspective and we see ourselves in that perspective, we see our struggles, and that's when it's the, like, where was it that, um, yeah, be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think, because when you reform how you think and you, you think about the way that Jesus thinks about you, then, like, the struggle that you have, you can overcome it because you realize that that struggle is in you to glorify Christ. And, like, when that perspective changes, it's no longer like, oh, this is just how I am. Like, this is just my Enneagram number. Like, this is just my weakness, and I have to live like this forever because it's not true. Like, that is the lie of the enemy. That's the lie of psychology and psychiatry and all of that. Just give a pill to it, and this is just what you deal with. And if he didn't think we could overcome all those things with his power and his grace, he wouldn't have said, be holy because I'm holy. Right. He wouldn't have given us that charge if we couldn't do it with his help. Yes. So you ne there's never an excuse. We are constantly progressing forward, hope hopeful in his faithfulness, yeah. knowing that he's not done with us, knowing that his mercies are new every morning, and knowing that one day we will be perfected mm -hmm. in Christ when we get to heaven. But until then, you know, we wake up every day and we, um, it's lamentations, you know, because of his mercies, we are not consumed. Because of his great love, we are not consumed and right. his mercies are new every morning. Yes. <laughs> That's her favorite. And so, um, gotta keep reading this. Yeah, keep going. So, all that to say is as we walk and talk through this, through daily life, as we live daily life, let's do it in this march we're moving forward with an attitude of joy because we get to feast on the abundance of his house like why would you what if all of a sudden one day you just stop talking to that person that always invited you over and was ready to give you whatever you wanted what if you just stopped talking to them it doesn't go well no like or what if you never established that relationship? What if, like, you knew that they were there and they were like, hey, come see me sometime? What? Okay, different scenario. What if they were there and every day they would go out and say, hey, come see me. I've got some things for you. And you're like, okay, well, I'll be there in a little bit. And then you never went. And then the next day they're like, hey, how are you doing today? You want to come over for a little while? I've got lunch ready. I'd love to give you some lunch. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm busy today, but, you know, um, maybe tomorrow. And then tomorrow came and you didn't go. And, like, there was this whole treasure trove of things that you had for your taking. Okay, so, I mean, I know that's, like, not reality in real life with, like, real people and houses and stuff. For some people it is, and that's great. Um, but you know what I'm saying. It's like... But God has everything. Like, we have every spiritual blessing in heaven available to us 
at all times. His complete power to us available at all times. And so why would we not want to make time for him and grow in that? Yes, because we aren't perfect, but Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking we strive towards perfection, but it's not even that. Like we don't have to strive in Christ because we thrive in perfection. Like we thrive best when we are chasing after him and that is his perfection. And we are only we're only thriving in him when we're chasing his perfection. And it's not even perfection that we're chasing. We're chasing him. We're chasing his time perfection. with him, yes. um, worshiping him. We, we're walking in worship and, and exalting him all day long. And as we praise him all day long and stay in that constant state of worship, um, and in his presence, that's what it means to abide in his love. Mm -hmm. And so as we do that, his constant nearness to us is what empowers us to thrive in his presence, mm -hmm. which makes us more like him. Yes. We're really excited to study more on life and abundance and all that comes with that for all of March. So videos, posts, all of it coming um, more at you in March and um, so join us on all of the platforms maybe one day hopefully soon on the app we're praying for yeah. May we will have the app where you can go one stop shop for all of it yes so until and then pray with us pray yeah. with us until then join us anywhere you can find your videos and podcasts <laughs> okay we love you we love you bye, bye.